That's right. okay with that time, sorry. No, you're good. That's cool. Um, just... Alright, so... Right off the bat, this week we're, um... Touching on religion, which is... Not just... Which isn't restricted to... The religion you may be familiar with. We're talking about all kinds of religions around the world this week. Um... Some just some ones that we personally find interesting and want to talk to. I'm not religious, so it would be good to get some insight on some more obscure ones, maybe. Right, and just as she said, it, she's not religious. I am in that. In that, um, in contrast to that, in stark contrast to that, actually, a complete. So, a slight change of plans for next week's podcast. We originally planned for next week's episodes to be Let's Get Spiritual, which is going to be covering manifestation, shifting, astrology, and shifting. However, a slight change of plans. Next week, we're going to be releasing the bonus food episode instead uh me and james have some stuff outside of the podcast that we want to work on so uh so that you guys aren't missing out on an episode we're going to release the bonus episode then and then just pick up the week after and extend a week onto the original season's plan so if anything you get more content out of us just not in the original order that we intended it so if it seems a little out of place with next week's episode then you know why yeah um, I think it's a good take uh, step back anyway. We've been doing this pretty consistently for, what, eight weeks almost? This will be the yeah. eighth episode. Mm-hmm. So, um... More, more, nine weeks if you include the... Bonus uh, episode. The, if you include the Prelude. start of video. Yeah. Right, Before so, we release our first ever episode. Right, we've been in a pretty consistent schedule, which I'm happy with. We have not mm-hmm. really, um... There's been some instances Discipline. where, uh... Yeah, discipline, responsibility. There's been some instances where we have been running behind on schedule, but we've easily caught back up on that. And um, We've yeah. never missed an upload, and we don't you. intend to, which is why we intend to release this bonus episode right. in place of us not being able to record and edit properly next week. Also, we I just... are just that dedicated to you. Right, and I just want to point out that I have my dogs in with me today, so... um. Heiny and tiny. Right. The white one being heiny and the um black one being tiny. They're if if you see them in the background, they're just they're just my little companions for the day. They're adorable. <laughs> um No, yeah, religions. Um were there any that directly interests you? Like one off the top of your head, what was one that directly caught your eye and just like Church of Satan. The Church of Satan. Yeah, we talked yep. a little bit about this one before before we recorded, but um but like it's really interesting to look into because when you look at the list that they have um and you can find it on their website and other websites that refer to the church um their rules don't seem that bad for a satan worshipping religion like i wouldn't disagree with any of the rules personally like they are very moral which surprises me because obviously the depiction of Satan, like he's the devil, he is everything bad and your darkest temptations and all of this. And so just the fact that they have an entire religion with like extreme, like, but well justified moral codes. Um, for example, the 11 rules of 
Satanism or the 11 Satanic Rules of Earth <clears throat> are as follows. Do not give your opinion or advice unless you are asked. Uh, I agree with that. Some people need to learn how to shut yeah, their mouths some sometimes. To... I think a lot of people on Twitter need to learn to shut their fucking mouths. <laughs> Uh, do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure that they want to hear them. Um, when in another's lair, or I guess just property, home, wherever. Presence. Uh, sh- yeah. Show respect or else do not go there. Which, like, you know, that's that's completely justified. Like, if you're going to go to someone's house, don't disrespect them or their house. Like, yeah. seems like common sense. Do not make any sexual advances unless you are given the mating signal or consent. Which is pretty much basic human decency right there. I mean... The it, the bare necessities, like, it's a must. It, yeah. it shouldn't be a privilege. Uh-uh. Acknowledge the power of magic that you have employed... Uh, oh, acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires... If you deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success, you will then lose all that you have obtained. What um, what, what power of magic are we? Imp- what are the pa- what power of magic are they implementing though? Like the dark arts or like I don't know. But like also, our- like I don't know if anyone, everyone, and everyone should be able to obtain their desires. Some people have got some really fucked up desires. Like, yeah, there are some people in this world that um, they don't need that access. <laughs> <laughs> That's why um, content creation is such a scary thing because anybody can do it with underlying. And, and some people shouldn't be able to do it. Some people shouldn't have access to the internet. We won't name names, but there are quite a few examples, a uh, big examples in our community that should not have access to a camera. <laughs> Do not take that of which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and he or she cries out for it to be relieved. So, like, you know, unless someone gives something to you, don't take other people's stuff. Seems pretty logical. Do not complain about anything to which you do not subject yourself. So, don't complain about shit that doesn't apply to you. Like, don't complain on behalf of other people. And I'm very much for that. Like, if 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 you can't relate, you should not be talking on behalf of me. Full stop. Yeah. Don't harm little children. Fucking obvious. Um, do not kill non-human animals unless you are attacked or it is for food. Which again, respectable. Um, when walking into open territory, bother no one. If someone bothers you, attack. Uh, ask him to stop. If he does not stop, destroy him. Maybe Which, not the destroy him part, but like you know, they all seem like pretty is that what telltale. It says? Like, yeah, destroy it him. says word for word. When walking in open territory, bother no one. If someone bothers you, ask him to stop. If he does not stop, destroy him. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, those are the eleven rules of. Um, the church of satan which like in hindsight really just you know they seem like common sense more than anything so i'm not against it i wonder if there's something more deeper to it like not trying to like probably yeah like i'm sure for people who practice it i'm sure it's a lot deeper but i mean um no yeah that it just 
which surprises me because it may, in most places, it's usually depicted that Satan is the embodiment of evil, all things evil, which I guess we can really directly reply or um, in opposition to the laws of the seven deadly sins, like lust, greed, murder, so forth and so on. I'm not going to name. I mean, all, he but... he is meant to represent all of those, right? right? Right, I'm pretty sure. So, um, which, depending on which religion you're from, I'm I, I'm guessing that Satan is a prominent figure in most religions, assuming there. But um, or at least some sort of depiction of a of an a evil figure, bad evil figure. Right. Um. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm assuming that's pretty much it's kind of. It, it almost doesn't make sense to me because of the story of Luf- Lucifer specifically depicts um, a fallen angel. So, like, how does one go from literal angel to, you know? So it would make sense in, in hot, um, yo, you good? Stop, honey. Honey, hey. The dogs are already causing trouble. Yeah, it might not be the greatest idea. He's pissed off. Um, Heine, yeah. is he in a bad mood? Oh, I don't know. He's just uncomfortable, I guess. My he doesn't like the camera on him. He doesn't want the attention. Him and my don't sister look, both. Don't look at me. No, but it's odd because, again, the, say, the story of Lucifer depicts a fallen angel. So how does one go from being the right-hand man of God to, or the right-hand man of the embodiment of the light to... The, the direct embodiment of evil. It, mm-hmm. it, it's just the inconsistency, inconsistency. Like, if I can take inconsistency with story when it comes to, like, Star Wars or um, something I enjoy, because I am one of those people <laughs> who will directly take... No it, way you just compared religion and Star Wars. <laughs> look, I'm comparing the story, okay? The story. The, the plot line. The plot. The plot. I... <laughs> It has to be flawless for me to believe. No. <laughs> That's extreme. No continuity errors here. There cannot be. I, d- I don't care if it's a mythological tale. Um. <laughs> um. So can... it says here, uh, the nine satanic statements. And these originally appeared in the 1969 satanic Bible. There's a satanic so, Bible? Yeah. I might see how much it is. So, um, there's nine statements. Satan represents indulgence instead of abstinence. Um, Satan represents vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. Satan represents undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self-deceit. Satan represents kindness to those who deserve it instead of love wasted on ingrates. Ingrates? I don't know what that word is. Um... Satan represents vengeance instead of turning the other cheek. Satan represents responsibility to the responsible instead of concern for psychic vampires. What? Satan represents man just as another animal, sometimes better, more often worse than those that walk on all fours who, because of his divine spiritual and intellectual development, has become the most vicious animal of all. 
Satan represents all of the so-called sins as they all lead to physical, mental or emotional gratification. Satan has been the best friend the church has ever had. He keeps it in business all these years. Interesting. There's already out there statement of just, yep. Satan's the church's best friend. He's been keeping them in business. Keeping the business afloat. Stopping them going bankrupt. It, just as a disclaimer, we have no intention of um, knocking or criticizing any religion that we talk about here. Um, because there are plenty of them that um, mm-hmm. just generally interest us. Like she stated, she was generally interested in this religion. And um, mm-hmm. our, our, our joke making is in no type of um, criticism towards it. Yeah, I mean, I uh, though I am not a religious person, I respect and appreciate and am in full support of everyone's religious freedom to express and, you know, follow the religion that they want to. I know for a lot of people it can be a very uh, important thing. Some people need something to follow and uh, enjoy having that kind of, I guess, discipline and higher meaning. So, you know, I get it. Just yeah. not for me but complete respect to any and all religions and those that follow. I think we talked about this before on the Aliens episode, which has been a couple weeks now, but um, mm-hmm. the fact of the matter that people need something to believe in to stay sane or something, I think. 520 dollars for a paperback version of this Bible. Oh, I thought I said something wrong. I got scared. No, I just looked on Amazon for the Satanic Bible and it said... $530, please. Since, wow. I guess that's why mm. not everybody has one then, huh? <laughs> yeah. You, okay, it may just be an American thing, but have you ever walked, have you ever been in a parade? Have you ever been to a parade? Um, I went to Pride. <laughs> oh, okay. It's probably not the same, but it, like, it was a parade. We all walked. Well, I'm guessing they're not handing out Bibles at the parade, at the, at the Pride no. parade and stuff, so. Mm-mm. No. <sighs> See, during Christmas... The opposite, if anything. (laughs) See, around Christmas here and Thanksgiving, which, um, well, yeah, Thanksgiving too, or just any festival we have, there's these, like, um, people of certain religions, whether that be the Baptist, um, the Methodist, and there's a whole bunch of different sub, um, sub, subtitles, but, um... They just walk around and hand people Bibles. There's these like these small little Bibles, and it's like of relevations because they're like all about um, preaching of the end of the world. They believe we're in the end times. Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. And um, they're like, here, take this book. Take this book, and it's free. They won't let you not take. It. It's almost like they won't let you not take it. It's oh. like they hit like at parades. You have people to hand you candy or toss candy out. These people walk with a bucket full of Bibles. I shit you not. Like a gallon bucket of Bibles and just hand them to you. Everybody they see. See, we have like, um, maybe not like, we don't have like specific parades where these people accumulate, but like, it's not uncommon to go into like a main city centre where all the shops are and the restaurants and everything and to find someone with a microphone and an amp preaching it usually varies in what they're preaching this one time some guy tried to give me some spirituality book i was worried there was a chip in it and he was going to follow me home so i gave it to my friend i was a lot younger when he gave it to me 
Um, it was a very terrifying experience, to be honest, because I, I don't like when people like stop me in the middle of the street when I'm trying to just like do my own thing, and they're like, "Oh, do you want this?" And I'm like, "No, I just want to go. <laughs> Please leave me alone." Uh, or like when they tell me that the world is ending and that I am gonna yeah go to hell, and I'm like, yeah, "Nice, probably." Cool. Um. Uh, all right. So, wait, hold on. You thought there was a chip in it, so you gave it to your friend? Yeah, so, like, he seemed a bit sketchy, so I was thinking, like, oh, he's probably put something in this book, and, like, I don't want it. Is so your friend alright? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's fine. He's, okay, just uh, making he sure. He still has a book. The guy never, you know... Yeah, he, yeah. If there was a chip in it, it doesn't matter anymore. Well, um, weirdly enough, we don't have that around here. Um, Alright, so... For some reason, do you remember, um, I think it has to do with some, like, religious, not cult, but, like, some type of, um, I don't know what's going on, but there's some people that show up in our town, we, have, we live in a fairly small town, and, um, there's people that are just showing up on the main street with signs about the end of the world, like, he is huh. coming, they're in black mask, you don't know who they are, you can't see their skin, you like, can't see their skin color, you can't see their face at all, um, that's kind of scary, to be honest. Yeah, they're standing here with Very signs. ominous as well. Yeah, they're like in on street sides holding up signs about the end of the world, Bible verses, scriptures. It's kind of like, stuff like that would freak me out as a kid. I think I've talked about yeah. it before, but I was very terrified of the end of the world. So like, um, and being raised in a church really didn't help with that because their whole thing is the end of the world could be any time, like, be sure to um re- be a good it? person and repent your sins repent and... for your sins before it's too late yada yada mm-hmm. yada and um not that i'm is, like again isn't not... repenting your sins a normal practice though that happens or yeah but... does that vary on like i guess uh i don't want to say like strain of religion or like a branch of religion but obviously like there's catholicism there's like protestant so there's so many like there's avenues down uh, like christianity and stuff right it's it's common for oh my god it's common for people to um are common for preachers to um ask that you give your life to life to the lord or whatever over here and it's just i don't know it like keeps you in that mindset i guess for some that's what it feels like but um yeah <clears throat> no yeah it just seems more strange than anything now um not strange about the religion but the people just showing up like back then it would terrify me now it's just like why why now why here because that's something yeah. you would have happen in like a bigger city when you were talking about people handing you stuff in new york i cannot tell you how many people i've had approach me just handing me something and like Back before the pandemic, when we used to go to New- when we went to New York, and um, like during the main times, yes, mm-hmm. we're that type of family that go to the most chaotic city in the in the in the state. In the most popular times. Yeah, we're we're that type of family. Um, <laughs> I can't tell you how many people were just giving away their mixtapes, their um, buy again Bibles or just some pamphlet to do with their um business or brand. A lot of buskers, I'm guessing as well what do you know do you guys call them buskers it's just like people that perform like music and oh. you can like just you know 
Okay, well, give it's not money for buskers, it. but um, we call it busking. Busking? No, it's mm-hmm. more just like street performers. That's what we call them. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, over here, it's like on that exact time we went to New York, there was like a whole group of people dressed as the Teen Titans, which I think I, I might have a picture with them. Weirdly enough, because I'm I'm a I'm a Teen Titans I'm a Teen Titans nerd because. Raven. I mean, hey, if I saw someone in Marvel cosplay, I probably would try to take a picture with them. Like, if it was good cosplay. Like, the, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, the amount of things you see on a New York street during those times blows my mind. You should do, like, a bingo one day. Like, just put some really random things on there and then just tick them off when you see them. Oh, that would be hilarious. Like Obscure co- New York bingo and then just like a specific cosplay of a character walk around the city and like a specific number of street performers and preachers yeah true i i don't know we don't have that many like people preaching over here maybe it's an english thing because, like, they, they're usually, like, every Sunday you can go into the town centre and there will be people. Like, huh. it doesn't matter what... I've found it in the city closest to my hometown, the city here, which is, like, almost two hours from my hometown. The same. Huh. Other, like, there's a city 30 minutes from this one as well. The same there, too. <laughs> okay. Like, I think maybe it's just an English thing. Why wouldn't... Are they trying to build a congregation in the street? They're always different. Like, they're always talking about different things, though. But it's always different people each week as well. Huh. It is strange. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of, but nobody asked for it, and nobody's trying to listen. Nobody's... Who... If you're a normal human being, who's going to stop on a a nice Sunday afternoon and listen? You know... Yeah. On the street, in the I mean, sometimes there are people that really flock around, but most of the time they've just got their microphones obnoxiously loud that you don't need to stop to be able to hear them. You can keep walking for 10 minutes and you can still hear them. Fair enough, fair enough. I I would almost feel, like, nervous doing that because I'm not good in front of a whole bunch of people anyway. They must have, like, really, really good, like, confidence and yeah to be able to project themselves in front of that many people because like i'm talking hundreds and hundreds of people walking past oh yeah like think about like um impressions on a tweet like impressions in the real life that's (laughs) good god but they have to like see it live you know you can hide behind a phone you can't hide in public (laughs) once you've said something like that you know they heard oh no yeah if you say something out of line it's all eyes on you then. Um. Sometimes I do like think about. I never do it because, personally, honestly, I am just too nervous to do it. But sometimes I, sometimes want to go and talk to them because I would love to just debate them and just like share views. Yeah, but also because like they're spewing so much hate, this hate that I feel like it would just be, I don't know, good to mess with them a little bit. It sounds bad, like, not mess with them, I would never disrespect their religion, but, like, you know, right. if they're gonna come at me, then... Have you ever seen those TikToks where, um, like, a Democrat will get on the phone with a Republican and, like, try to have a debate with them? No. It's the most... I, I saw it the other day with a Trump supporter, and, again, 
it had to be the most like uh it, it was just hilarious because the person on the phone had no intention of debating mm-hmm. like they were all um yeah you i don't have to say it for you to understand but they really just didn't want to be there they were like get lost yeah it's like why 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 are you doing this like because they didn't have a legitimate answer to anything that the guy was proposing and it was hilarious in my opinion but um <laughs> no those are like such like secondhand it embarrassment. is funny to watch I, yeah I, secondhand embarrassment is so strong for me sometimes i just can't even watch it like i shy away from movies like movies and shows where secondhand embarrassment is like a constant i can't half those disney shows girl meets world um austin and ali um i mean they cringe anyway i'm not gonna yeah. lie like they are they're shit shows yeah like i don't know that's kind of why i gravitated towards victorious iCarly, like nickelodeon and cartoon network i gravitated more towards the like drama related shows for some reason i don't know i, I suppose you can't get secondhand embarrassment from drama i guess i mean unless like they're straight up clowning someone I was a uh, I was a Cartoon Network kid. Oh, oh my Adventure God. Time, regular Come show. On, grab your friends. Bro, regular show is still probably one of the best shows to come out of Cartoon Network. Ha- yeah. Easily, easily one of their top top five. Muscle Man. Oh my God! <laughs> give us our give us your best Muscle Man impression. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't good, sound half bad. Good we be. Bad. I've not watched it in a long time, to be fair. God, the way he would take his shirt off and swing it above his fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom. He's our, He's the reason for our dry sense of humor. You're man. <laughs> God. It was a good show. Yeah. For sure, for sure. <clears throat> um, um, I mean, you asked me about if there were any interesting religions uh or any religions that i'm interested in are there any that you're particularly interested in because obviously you're religious so right for you it's probably more of like a i I guess an interesting thing to compare and contrast beliefs right um buddhism i think it's called Mm -hmm. is one that um doesn't directly stick out to me but um i grew up Really, not involved, but like Billy Goat. Um, <laughs> I grew up. I think I've said this before, but the Asian culture was like heavy with like a like I, I like involved myself like involved myself like a lot of the content and stuff I consumed was of the Asian. No, I mean. I'm not gonna. You had a big interest in Asian culture. Asian culture, and... yeah. Yeah. Um. So the samurai. Once I started to learn more about them, I guess of their time, more or less, not practice, but um, had a general belief in Buddhism. Mm-hmm. Buddhism is it or Buddhism? I think it's. Buddhism. Uh, I think, yeah. Um. But no, yeah, that's something I also looked into because they don't directly, it's not like something they directly do because of the um, way of the Bushido. I may be pronouncing that wrong. If I am, forgive me, but um, they don't directly believe, like, they believe they don't have 
a ticket into the afterlife because of the lifestyle they've taken on as samurai, which honestly fascinates, not fascinates me, but I think it's so interesting, and, um, I don't know how to put it other than that, it's, to think the lifestyle you live, not robs you, but takes away, I guess you would, that privilege for you is something interesting, how far someone will go to dedicate themselves to something like that too as well, because, it was a real I mean, the a fact that they were willing to take that risk and have their chance of the afterlife stripped yep. for the cause, you know, it yeah. shows a lot of dedication and uh... because the samurai they were um, they would take their own life it, 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 like yeah. it was just another thing to do. Like if if it came down to it, they broke the code. That was it. And I mean learning about it as i've gotten older it was like at first like a samurai oh my goodness you know what i mean like as a kid it's fascinating it's like people with swords and cool like armor right as you grow as you grow older you start to look beyond the armor the sword into um realize it's more of a way of life than a role Mm -hmm. I've, i've done that with a lot of things in life honestly it's it's really it's beautiful almost in the same sense like um, not to say it wasn't, but to learn about the deeper aspect or deeper, deeper meaning of things, and then um, not compare, but just like just see how it's different. Because again, I grew up in the church, so things that may not have been considered normal to the church at the time, seeing them outside of the church and developing us and like developing a sense of normalcy to everything or not to everything but to those certain things has been an interesting experience attaching sure. your views and uh, the church's views from your own views yeah. sort of yeah it almost feels betraying but it uh, not betraying but at first it would feel betraying but now it's just like i've learned to trust myself i've learned yeah i can i can decipher what is right and wrong now um i think the last couple of years have been a real statement of that for me too because if i compare myself three years ago to me now we are two completely different people mm-hmm. i'll never like they say never forget who you were but at the same time that person three years ago is not me now you know what i mean two yeah. completely different people <clears throat> so um you said obviously about how um with the way the samurai they feel uh, or believe that their ticket to the afterlife has been robbed of them due to their uh, their way of life and the rules that they follow. What are your personal views on like the afterlife, heaven, hell, purgatory, everything in between? Like, do you do you think it's real? Do you think in reincarnation? Because I know some religions uh, opt more for reincarnation than an afterlife. Yeah, I believe um buddhism believes in yeah. the process of reincarnation so that's a good point um my personal views is that i do believe there is an afterlife a heaven or hell um again how to access that is i mean again i guess being a good person is what i would answer with immediately but then again it's a part of the journey of finding it because again i have to realize it my, i have to discover it again myself so yeah i do I do believe in a higher power. I do believe in a um, afterlife. It's just um, may not be in direct teaching of the church anymore. To be fair, right? 
So, yeah. <clears throat> Have you yeah. had, like, any experiences with... Oh, yeah. It, it, there's plenty. There's been plenty of experiences. So, when I was about 13, I was in a very bad car accident. Um, I mm-hmm. shouldn't have survived. And, um... The, it's crazy because majority of everything... To put it in... Put it into, um contrast or um context people listening the car was completely totaled the car flipped at least three times um rolled and slammed where were you back passenger seat yeah back passenger i was too young um i hit my head and um were you wearing a seatbelt yeah yeah yeah. i hit my head i hit the head on my i think something on the chair something hit me in the head something in the car hit me really hard it was glass and um Thankfully, it didn't break, so nothing was. And then, yeah. um, nothing physically hurt me, but I was sore for about a couple weeks after that. It was it was very bad, for sure. But I'm sorry you had to experience that. That no, sounds yeah. terrifying. I'm surprised it doesn't live on. I had really bad car anxiety in cars, especially with the yeah. It it, it was just bad. Um, but no, the most crazy thing is that me. My mom, my mom, and my sister all got out subconsciously, holding our Bibles. It was su- like subconsciously; we were not aware what we were doing until like I don't remember anything until I was on the bank outside of the car. Wow! And I was holding my Bible. I was clenched on that Bible, and I mean that was your body's initial response in shock. And the f- it's insane. The first thing you grabbed was a Bible, like the three of you. Yeah, it. We were. I, I get goosebumps still thinking about it. And then um, there's been plenty of instances where I felt something come over me to talk to God. I guess you would put it in the context that may sound odd to some people, but there has been instances where prayer or um, speaking to the higher power has in turn helped me see clear. And I think... And get the answers that you were looking for. Right. I think another thing, which maybe I shouldn't mention, and if if I, mean, I we if, can cut it out if you, I'll be all good. My mom was in a very bad car accident when she was eighteen, and they told her she would never have children. And well, here I am. So it's very. And she, you have a sister. Yeah, it, they told her she would never be pregnant, and well. She had both of us. She died on the scene of that car accident, which was brought back and had two healthy children, which was not expected. So, um... I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm here by a miracle, which is insane to me. It's it's more of like an anchor to me, like, you're a blessing, there's a purpose... It's it's that anchor for me, pretty much. I mean, it it shows how how important it is for you to be here and how blessed we are to have you. The fact that you have, you know, overcome so many almost impossible (laughs) obstacles to overcome. I'm very fortunate for where I'm at now. And not only speaking in sense of my life or being here, it's just where I'm at now, even sitting behind this desk because of the things I've had to go through because of my dad so yeah which is a story for another day but well we're glad to have you we're glad that you are here um and thank you for sharing by the way i I think 
that's it it's uh it is it is fascinating though um just how obviously there are loads of experiences where like a, a time of either close to death or like a time of extreme desperation that these people do have these experiences or encounters with some form of higher being or that they are being watched over by some sort of guardian angel um i personally have never had any experience like that probably more of something to be fortunate of than anything um yeah if i do like i'm not um i'm not completely closed over to the idea of like heaven and hell because i don't know you know like there's no way to prove to me that it exists until i get to that point in my life you know i die and then i'll either see it or i won't you know yeah. like i'll find out when i die but then I, it's not like i can tell anyone afterwards like yo it's it's real be careful <laughs> um but like you know i i was like kind of agnostic then atheist then agnostic and i'm kind of just like not in a sense of i don't care but more in a sense of like I don't believe it because there's nothing that proves to me that, like, that it's real and I don't have any personal affinity of, like, having not a need but a desire to um, believe in this sort of higher being to be in control of, like, my entire destiny. Like, I would like to think that I'm the one in control behind the steering wheel here, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm also, like, you know, if it's real, I'll eat my words and I'll say that you were right. Like, I'm not going to completely say, well, it's not real and it can never be real, but also I can understand kind of, like, some of the flaws because... Or not the flaws, but, like... uh you know one thing for me is like the bible is a sort of translation of a translation of a translation so was it actually translated right every like every religion has different versions in some way like they're all kind of or not all of them but some are kind of similar in their followings their teachings and their initial beliefs um but then some are very very different which makes me think like so many i don't want to say continuity errors but here we go you know like you know what i mean it so it's like for i mean me, yeah. it's like i'm not no but i'm also not yes like Definitely. i'm not agnostic because i don't personally believe in it right now but like i also wouldn't say completely no because like unless i have an experience like i'm i'm never gonna know fair enough fair enough i'm then fortunate enough like my parents were good were good about um they didn't directly project it on us. I mean, yeah, they took us to church since we were kids or whatever, but we were encouraged to accept the Lord as our savior on our own. That was something we did personally. Like our our relationship with God was done with us personally. It wasn't anything yeah. they forced us into doing. So I don't have that um toxic not talk to- I don't guess I could say Maybe not toxic, but um, forced on opinion of things. You know what I mean? That you were people... able to get them in your own time the way you wanted to. Right. So, like, I'm very fortunate in that aspect, which um, I know some people aren't. And yeah. it can be very confusing or it can even push people away from it, which is understandable because that's not fair to them. 100%. I mean, I um did you grow up going to a religious school? Do they have those in America? Cuz my primary school was um 
was a Church of England school, so it was a religious school, like, when we had our daily, like, I guess, I want to say assembly, basically, we would all kind of, this could sound really weird, we'd sit on the floor, cross-legged, in rows, usually by class, um, sometimes if the teachers were feeling like a real asshole, it would be boy, girl, boy, girl, so that you couldn't talk to your mates, Wow! but I was always friends with boys, so it, that wasn't a problem, um, and we would sing hymns, and sometimes they would have the guy, uh, the vicar from the local church over to, like, talk to us about stuff, and I just never really took it in or cared for it much, like, they, you know, like, I sang the hymns sometimes, but that's more because they made us do it, like, the amount of times they would be like, sing it on your own because you're not singing it, in front of, like, 300 kids. Oh my god. That would be embarrassing. That would be traumatizing. Ten classes of thirty kids. Oh my god! No. Yeah. So over here, it's, it's... and all the teachers. Ugh. How big was the school? Oh, it's big. Yeah. Like, was that all the kids? Three hundred. All three hundred was the school. No. No? no. 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 There's there's probably like place. That's to... a high school over wanna... here, bro. <laughs> uh, the schools are big here, bro. I, I like. There's. Uh, I want to say. There was probably like close to hmm in my high school there was like I wanna say ten classes of thirty. Huh. So about thirty kids uh, so about three hundred kids in each year group. Oh and there was goodness. about five year groups. So I mean we're talking like twelve two thousand kids? No way. Hold on. I think, Five, maybe. 500's a lot for our, our high school, dude. What? You're, you're joking. That's insane. No. Hold on. I I think my measurements could be very, very wrong here. I was very bad at maths, so I'm not the person to be asking for this. Oh, my God. Well, okay, over here it's a little different because we have public schools and then private schools. Mm-hmm. So, private schools is majority of where you'll find um, the religion involved. Because over here in public schools, they removed... We used to have Bible readings in our school, I think, and cursive handwriting. And they have since forth removed those from public schools. Which, I mean, it's not a total bad thing. And in hindsight, thinking of it now, but... um. <laughs> Compared to our adults, they I, I do think cursive writing should be something taught because if it's required, they should be the ones to help teach it. But as for the Bible teachings and stuff goes, that should be something I think you do on your own time. Like I said, I think it's better not to project a, just one type. If you're going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, apparently my numbers are very, very off here. So um, there is around... I think, uh, 686 or like close to a thousand as an average size of secondary schools, obviously bigger, uh, bigger the school, or I guess the less amount of schools in the area, the more students in one school. So there were like, yeah, there were a fair amount of kids at my school. Good lord, I wouldn't even want to go. I found myself... But, like, yeah, about 300 
About 300 kids in a primary oh. school. Okay, okay. Which is like junior school for you guys. What? Junior school element? Uh, like elementary, junior oh, in okay. the same kind of, yeah. Okay, okay, fair enough. <clears throat> That's crazy though, thinking mm-hmm. of it, because <laughs> there is times I've been tempted to go into public schools, majorly because I thought, um, I don't know, I guess to experience some sense of norm- normalcy, I do that in air quotations, because... Honestly, I'm glad I didn't, but... Yeah. Um, you would be a different person, I would definitely. say. Definitely. If I were raised in the public schools, it may have been a blessing and a curse, but because of the schools we have over here, mm-hmm. I would probably be more aware of things I should have been aware of growing up, like um, problems in our world, some things that just aren't okay, and things that sh- should be normalized. Um I would gain it in that aspect, but the way I was raised at home, like, when that comes to my manners, how I act, how I talk, it's usually, I would be a completely different person, just as you said. Yeah. So. <clears throat> no, but, I, the fact, the thought, the thought of going to a public school with, like, 500 kids terrify me, but if there was, like, anywhere from even just to a thousand kids, that would just... No, I no. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's uh, it's it's worse when you got perform in front of them, which oh I I almost passed out from. So I was in year ten, right? So I would have been fifteen, and it was the first year of me doing music as like um, uh, as a GCSE, which here is kind of like you get to pick um what classes you take in your final two years and those are the ones that you get tested on etc etc so that you don't have to do every single subject so you have like the core subjects that every single student is required to do which is english maths science religious studies and it was physical education but that then became not necessary towards the end i feel like i'm missing one yeah. P is mandatory um, all the way until we graduate. See, I didn't do PE for the last two years of uh, school. Lucky. Luckily. Yeah. yeah. Um, I chose music, health and social care, and history on top. And um, one of our, I guess, assignments for music was to kind of try and accumulate a set list practice between your bands and um perform it in the end of year big that's right you said you had a band have. before mm-hmm. i have been in well technically i've been in two bands um let's hear about it let's hear about it I'm so interested. The, the first one which was like the longest running one that was the one that i started and ended in right was year zero which year, was with year. year zero that was the name I like it, it, I like it. Uh, We were a rock band. We played, like, uh, Royal Blood, um, like, a a bunch of stuff, you know? Um, Anything that I could really go ham on the drums on, I was all for. Oh, my goodness. Um, But it it sort of flopped because one of the... our, Our lead singer and guitarist 
um had a medical condition called cfs chronic fatigue syndrome for those of you that don't know and it is a chronic illness that means that you get tired a lot more easier um it's an autoimmune disease so you get sick a lot quicker you just generally you know you're not um as healthy as you should be and so it means that you you know you can't always come into school right we were very very accommodating to that fact um or at least I was, my other bandmate, who was our bassist, was a little bit of a pain in the ass because took the opportunity of my other teammate or other bandmate not coming in to then just not practice. So then I was the only one that ever practiced, and so we didn't have anything. We did have one song, and it was shit because it was, it was, it was just a song that like nobody wanted to hear. So when they announced what song we were playing in front of the whole the whole crowd, they went, oh, oh. no, they literally, no. they literally oh. like they fucking shamed us before we'd even started playing. So then I was there. I was in it was like the winter. So I was wearing this cardigan, my school shirt with my tie. Um, and I, I was sweating because the lights were directly on me. Like, cause we were in art school. We had a big ass stage, nice equipment, fancy lights, like the whole shebang. And I thought I was going to pass out midway through the song. It was so That's embarrassing. Terrible. The song we, we were going to perform or that we performed was Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. No, no chance. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I was like playing it we sounded awful they ended up clapping but probably only out of politeness but i had to play that in front of i want to say like at least 300 kids i'm not gonna all right i'll seven army is not probably a bad like song, 30 you know teachers. what i mean that's a great pick but i mm-hmm. couldn't imagine the pressure it was horrid it was the work it was the only time i've ever gotten like stage fright because like i've performed in plays before i've sang in front of people like when i was in year three so i was probably like i want to say um yeah like seven eight Hmm. uh i played the little fir tree in our christmas play and it was a it was a little a little fir tree um the runt tree of the pack i guess that never got picked to be put oh. up and so i had a solo and it was like all alone <laughs> and i had to sing it in front of like all these people and oh. i was like hey but i loved it i was I, I was great at it i always loved performing and you're like uh, a charlie brown tree you're uh, like yeah. a charlie brown tree yeah oh. basically i'm one of my parents either my mum or my dad has the video of it like the wow. dvd of it and i want to find it because i i want to turn it into something that i can put on my computer because i want to use it for content. Oh, yeah. You have a DVD um, scanner? You'll probably need it if you don't have no, a DVD drive. I, I think Corey, Corey has one on his PC, or Mark yeah, might. So. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was... Uh, it was it, that, that experience was more terrifying than eight-year-old me singing in front of a bunch of kids and had adults to be traumatic. and stuff. Had to be. It wasn't that bad. It was just the feeling of like, I'm sweltering in this heat. I feel like I'm going to pass out because that would have been the worst bit. Passing out on a drum kit, flopping on a drum kit in front of hundreds of kids. Boom. And my teachers 
Yeah. No, that wouldn't have been the move. Um, uh-huh. And then the other band was I don't we didn't we never had a name, but they played the worst music for my kind. So I didn't even get to play drums that much. I literally my instrument is drums. They made me sit on a con. Do you know what a con is? Hmm. It's a box. To be How honest. Do you spell it? Um. K A J O N. And it's a box and you just hit it. And uh, each part of the box sounds different. So oh, obviously, like, the more lower down you hit, the more bassy it sounds. The top of it sounds more like a snare. Then you have the sides that you can tap and the outer rim and all that sort of stuff. So, like, it's a percussion set in a box, basically. But it was horrid to play because they made me play, in all honesty, pussy music. I wanted to play. I wanted to play rock, and they were out here making me play Riptide. Oh, okay. So Made you it, really had... take me down to the Riptide. No, I don't want to play this. <laughs> and then I ended up going back to the other band because I just couldn't handle it anymore. Did you guys have a better second run? No, we didn't even get to perform that time. Oh, it got no. It got worse in the second run because the person then just stopped turning up to school. The sick person. so then the 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 other person just never practiced so then i had to like our final piece was to perform we were late to doing it we had to get someone to sing for us because our guitarist and singer wouldn't come in and our bassist was useless because she didn't practice because she was just because because she was lazy to be honest she was lazy she wouldn't do it and all she would do is sit and complain and it really annoyed me because like music for me was my favorite lesson of all of the lessons yeah it was kind of like a mess around lesson where i didn't really have to do much and i got to sit around a a drum kit for hours and just have fun but it was also like i wanted to be able to perform like i wanted to be able to show off my music because i i love performing anyway but i also love making music and playing drums and so it kind of got robbed of me a little bit you know because these other people got to perform in a cafe in our town in front of a bunch of like parents and other students like it was a genuine venue right and we didn't we were one of the only groups who are not performing it because we weren't ready that's sad and i I wanted to i really wanted to huh that's crazy yeah band not fun (laughs) <laughs> would I do it again a third time though? Like, if I got a drum kit or at least an, ele- an electronic one that I could, like, you know, fold and put away, I'd I'd do it again. I'd yeah. join a band. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. My my cousin was a she drum or how do you, what would you call it? She played drums. She was a drummer. She played yeah, drums. She, yeah. Yeah. She, let she me, hit shit. Yeah, she let me play on her drum. There was, n- I one thing from my childhood. There was no better memory of me going to my aunt's house playing mario kart with my she was an older cousin like my literal best friend growing up Mm -hmm. she let me play her drums she let me play on her wii i i I have all my nintendo consoles because of her um wow mario kart any mario game with her like and playing her drums i had a little drum set that i got for christmas when i was about eight or six or seven eight or eight or nine and I would bang the shit out of it, like for out no tune, nothing, just bang the shit out of it, and it just was, enjoy hitting it. Yep, it was the most fun thing. I was so sad when I outgrew it, man. I still have the little seat I have we use as a stool. 
damn. See, that's kind of like me with my aunt. Instead of the Wii, though, um, her boyfriend, now husband, had an Xbox 360. And really? so I would go over, and if he was there, I would 1v1 him on table tennis, but he always won. <laughs> it was really difficult, but he never let me win, which, like, it, I, do, I, I did kind of appreciate because, yeah, I didn't want to be let to win. I wanted to win. I wanted to earn that. So, yeah. But, yeah, it was fun. I would course, go over, play her drum kit, and then, like, she'd show me her guinea pigs for a bit, and then I'd play table tennis on the Xbox, and, yeah, it was great. Uh, I, I Having that experience shapes us more than I think we realize in life. Like, if it's something in our mind, or just... I know I talk about a lot about the subconscious, but... Um, mm-hmm. Just how it affects us as we live on, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, completely unrelated, but one thing I do think about sometimes, like, if I'm doing a karaoke stream, um, sometimes I think back to, like, Christmases when I was younger, because in the instances where we were at my dad's side of the family's house, um, we would we would be at my, my I call her my nanny, um, so we would be at my grandparents' house, my aunt and uncle would be there or well at the time it was just my aunt and her boyfriend um then my other aunt and uncle would be there with their two kids um and like they they were like my closest cousins at the time and we would all play sing star on the playstation together and just sing on a christmas and do duets and it was it was great and i haven't done that in a very long time See, some things are some things are good as a constant, but having those things that you can cherish that you can't really often go back to, mm-hmm. I think is super important. Like, that would be a cool thing to return to one day. I think that, like, you know, just like one time, just you know, yeah. Or at to- least, like, if I, you know, when I eventually return home and i'm able to be a lot more um involved again in my younger cousins lives more than i currently am being away from home um you know i want to try and give that to them that my older cousins gave to me because i don't really have a relationship with them anymore um family squabbles Uh. kind of drifted everyone apart um and i i i don't want that for them you know like it kind of sucked because they were like i always looked up to them because i didn't have siblings um so they were like the cool older cousins that were like i was in primary school and they were in secondary school and it was always just so much fun when they were around and then i mean one of them i haven't seen in at least like probably like 10 years oh my goodness maybe a little bit less than that but yeah wow that's crazy well, hopefully you're able to do that for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the hope. That's the hope. <clears throat> um, <laughs> here we go off on a tangent, huh? I know, it always happens. But luckily, it was like an hour in this time, so... Yeah. I mean, hey. I don't know. I, I think... I think um, shoot. I don't mind those. I don't mind those. You know? Tangents. Yeah. Nah, we like a good tangent every now and again. <clears throat> um, 
so um back onto the topic of religion um another one that i wanted to touch on because i just personally find it very very interesting um because it is very much unlike any other religion out there and that is the church of scientology right 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 you mentioned this to me before um see my mom looked into it a lot um not to practice or anything but um just out of curiosity yeah we had someone who brought it up to my mom and it piqued interest for her to look into and see if it were um if we're like real or whatever and sure enough she fell down the rabbit hole on this one so there is quite um it's a whole thing i don't even know much about it myself have you looked into it studied it or um so what i initially before today's episode really only knew was that that was told to me by good old reliable south park so pretty much that tom cruise is in it and john travolta um uh and that's that's about it um hold on yeah he is a big big advocate and a big spokesperson for the church of scientology he believes that the church of scientology is the leading authority on the mind interesting what what's its basis like what's What's their practice? I'm curious. I don't, again, I don't know very much about it. I looked into it a little bit. I don't really remember much about it, though. Um, again. Um, so, the base sort of viewpoints on Scientology. Um, so, Scientology was developed by L. Ron Hubbard. Scientology is a religion that often uh, offers a precise path leading to a complete and certain understanding of one's true spiritual nature and one's relationship to themselves, oh, family, don't... groups, mankind, and life forms. Isn't it that they believe that we are immortal or something? Yeah, so uh, it says here that their primary beliefs that uh, comprise of body knowledge and certain fundamental truths is that man is an immortal spiritual being his experiences exceed well beyond a single lifetime and his capabilities are unlimited even if not presently realized Hmm. interesting and basically holds man um uh, Scientology further holds man to be basically good and that his spiritual salvation depends upon himself, his fellows, and his attainment of brotherhood with the universe. Hmm. <clears throat> so, what are the principles of Scientology? Please don't make me watch a video. I'm not that interested. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is trying to make me watch a video. No. <laughs> I do, I do know it to be very complex. Yeah, the ultimate goal of Scientology is true spiritual enlightenment and freedom for all. Mm-hmm. Uh, follows a long tradition of religious practices. Uh, 50,000 years ago. 50,000? It draws on wisdoms... Uh, on the wisdoms of some five, uh, 50,000 years ago, Scientology is a new religion. Um, but when when was it actually founded? 
Because I, I yeah, know I that it was quite a while ago. Um... December of 1953. 1953? Mm-hmm. Just camps, like actual camps for, um... Oh, no. <laughs> what kind of camps? <laughs> I see, I don't know. Um... There's actually a whole there's a whole documentary series about it. Um, I forgot the actress's name, but she did a whole series on it. She's a game show host now, but um, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, kind of a turn, but um, she did a whole series about Scientology. It's very inf- it's a very informative, but uh, it paints it in a different light. So again, I think the series is more directed to paint it in a negative light. It's banned in Germany. The entire religion. Huh. So, like I said, um, take that as with a grain of salt as you will. I didn't watch the series, but um, it was made aware. I was made aware of it. So, um, no, but it's deep. It's very deep. I'm not sure. Is it if, called the hole? Uh, not the documentary. The the camp. I'm not quite sure. I googled Scientology camps, and it came up with the facility known as the hole is located on the Church of Scientology's gold base. That may be what it was. I'm not quite certain myself, though. Um, it is international headquarters for the Church of Scientology, so it's probably not... No prison problem. camp? What? Scientology prison camp? Oh. Huh. If you don't end up finding anything, you can cut what I said, but... um. No, apparently the hole is actually a um prison camp. Ex-Scientology member sexually abused and sent to prison camps with pedos aged just 11. Jeez. Shocking. Yeah, it's just coming up with a lot of shit on uh, child labor, child abuse. I know there was controversy behind the religion. Um... Germany really don't like it, though. The German government does not recognise the Church of Scientology as a religion. Rather, it views it as an abusive business masquerading as a religion and believes that it pursues political goals that conflict with the values enshrined in the German constitution. Hmm. Fair enough. Um, So, I was going to mention this on our cults episode, and since we're kind of getting in that, not that territory, but... um. The more extreme side of religion. Yeah, the more so. extreme sides of practices. Not that I've experienced them, but oddly enough, the church I grew up in is considered a cult. Um, it's called Thomas Road Baptist Church. Really just calling him out like that. <laughs> I mean, should I not? Mm. I mean, look. I'm all for it. I never experienced any weird or um extreme practices while going to the church in fact a a majority of the people over there were very nice to me it's been a long time since we've been but um like i'm talking like nine years maybe Mm -hmm. yeah but maybe longer um or maybe they've only just recently converted to a cult something maybe but um yeah no um it was really tied in with the school. The church was really tied in with the school, and um, they pushed this whole... It was a really good environment when I was there, but mm-hmm. oddly enough, I was doing research for the Colts episode. It was considered a cult, so... 
Yeah, you were quite shocked to see that appear in a cult list, weren't you? Yeah, because, again, like I said, I never experienced anything extreme other than the breaking of bread and um, the sharing of wine, which was grape juice. Um, Mm -hmm. But, I mean, that's a common practice in churches regardless. And then baptism, where you get baptized by a preacher, which Mm -hmm. we were, but, again, nothing to the extreme, so... That happens here, too, like... Yeah, it... I'm not sure. I didn't. I didn't look too much into it, but um, it was it was quite interesting. Um, you know, it, oh, oh. I did not mean to yawn when I was saying that. Um, what I was going to say is, you never know what happens behind closed doors. Very Maybe true. Maybe they're just very good at hiding it. Ironically enough, um, see, the headmaster of the school and the pastor of the church are brothers, and the headmaster of the school was fired for, I think, sexual assault, so. Oh. It's really hard to tell what goes on behind the scenes in places, so. My mom attended the school, and I had one day playing attended school. Um, probably not anymore, but, um, no, yeah. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah. That's crazy, though. Yeah, which was, it's odd enough, which I guess maybe this isn't a red flag, but they do kind of celebrate Halloween, <laughs> which... In what way? Like, what do they do? Like, I have a trunk or treat, which, in Christianity, in Christianity, Halloween is a day of the devil's day, is what they call it. hmm So, it was odd that they held an, even an event or recognized the holiday. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that anybody in the religion shouldn't take their kids out and go trick-or-treating, we went with trick-or-treating every year until I was 14 or 15. And, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was interesting. It was interesting to me. It, it, it caught me off guard for sure. See, I didn't trick-or-treat for the first time until I was maybe like 14, 15. Really? Yeah, I mean, I uh, I, I didn't grow up in like a residential neighborhood. So, uh, like, I, bi- I lived on a, a busy street opposite me was a grocery store um i lived in a like i guess you guys would call them apartments above uh it was a a laundrette then turned into a hairdressing salon um and so there wasn't really areas for me to go trick-or-treating around anyway um but also like stranger danger was a big a big thing you know um made aware to me by my parents gratefully so obviously um but it also meant that I didn't have the experience of like going around trick or treating. I've done it once in my life. It. I was a zombie. Really? Yeah. From what card? No, just a zombie. Oh, just okay. in general. Yeah. But in all fairness, we don't celebrate Halloween quite as much as you guys do. Like, it's not uncommon for the streets to just be filled with kids in costumes going door to door to door of, like, all of the houses. That sort of stuff doesn't happen here. Um, fair enough, fair enough. And, it, I mean, it's it's not uncommon for people on Halloween to specifically try and act like they're not home so they don't have to give candy to people. Um, guilty. Oops. Oh well. Uh, there are there have been occasions at my dad's 
because he lives in a more residential area and so like sometimes there'll be kids that knock on the door on halloween some instances will just turn all the house lights off and not answer the door because then they'll just think that we're not in other occasions he felt bad and he gave them so (laughs) so he gave them this like this chocolate covered plum sweet from poland and he gave it to them because he didn't like them i think i think that's why (laughs) but it was like just a random like uh polish sweets that he got given from uh from a polish friend at work that's like going to somebody who gave it to the kids over here there's notorious houses for like getting either bad or good candy like they're not going to directly like boxer raisins kind of thing exactly okay but there is this one time growing up that we went to a house that we lived that was a house right below us Mm -hmm. and they were so unprepared for halloween like we wouldn't stand there and knock on the door but we locked we knocked once they came in the door like who is it they weren't celebrating halloween they didn't have candy repair and they're like trick-or-treat and they're like they felt bad they gave us each a bag of chips like it was me and my sister they gave us a whole bag of freaking chips like a big bagger yeah Oh, damn. Do you know what? I would be happier with that than a chocolate bar. I mean, honestly. That's a better quality. And then, again, it was with... um, Shoot, what was it? There's this one house. Okay, so we have this big hill. Our our town is notorious for the hills we live on. Um, And, I mean, it's like a freaking 60 degrees incline type of thing. It's, It's tough to walk up. And... If you made it to the top, as a reward, ironically enough, um, the headmaster of the Mormons, the Church of the Mormons, lived up there. So, it was a party house. It was a party house. Hang on. The the head guy of the Mormon church was the the party house? Yeah, we had Mormons come to our house and tell stories of them partying. What? See, I, um, I knew a kid... Uh, well, not a kid. There was a guy who I went to college with. Uh, his name was Jonathan. He was very, very lovely, very, very sweet uh, from South Africa. He was a Mormon and he had a very, very, like, I guess, I don't want to say strict upbringing, but like, you know, like n- no booze, no caffeine. Um, he's in Russia, I think, right now doing his missionary work, which is interesting to like look at and get updated on on Facebook and stuff. It looks very cool. Yeah. Um. No, yeah. If you made it, no. Not to cut you off, but if you made it up oh, to the top so of the hill, they gave you a literal full candy bar. Like it's Ooh. not like these little cheap ass. Um, oh, the the big bars, like the yeah. like a big ass bar of Hershey's. And or something. every year was something different, but you had to get there early. Oh, to like, get the good stuff. Yeah, to get the good stuff. Mm-hmm. So one year was Hershey's. One year was these big ass Reese cups. Um, oh. the next year it was like um a big Twix bar, like super mm-hmm. super worthy stuff of walking that hill. But in these hot-ass costumes, like, I always dress in something demonic. I don't know why. I I didn't sell my soul, okay? Maybe I should get you that uh, book of Satan. No, 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 no. Um, my mom would throw me out of the house. <laughs> she'd, throw it, she'd throw the book out of the house. <laughs> um, and just have that show up at the door and somebody else go, what the fuck is this? <laughs> don't worry about it. Um... No. Why has Heather sent you a Bible of Satan? 
<laughs> exactly. Um. No, yeah. There was those houses. Like, that was a good house. And then there were the dud houses at the bottom of the hill. It's like, mm-hmm. eh. And then we had this one house. They would put on a play every year. Every year they put on a play from a movie. It was a Wizard of Oz. Old classical oh. movies. Like, they they did it up really well. It was super invested. And um, sadly, they don't do it anymore because of COVID. Fuck you. Fuck you, COVID. Um, yeah. Um... But even if you weren't trick or treating, that was something fun to go experience. Uh, I I would love the concept of like adult trick or treating for little bottles of booze. Oh my god, that would be I think that would be fun. funny. Or like trick or treating in a bar, you know? I uh, like trying to set that up or something. Like see, where public indecency is a charge over here. So if you get drunk, if you're drunk or if you're drinking and you go out, you're not exempt from being arrested. Like, you can be arrested for having a drink and walking out in the street. Yeah, see, you're not allowed to, like, drink in public here. Well, unless it's, like, designated outdoor areas where they have permits for drinking outside. Um, But, like, I couldn't just... I I have done it. I did once walk to my friend's house chugging a bottle of cider um, because I I I couldn't wait to catch up. I, I needed to catch up on the walk to theirs. Uh, so oh, um, had to match the energy. Exactly, because I knew what the energy would be walking into it, and I was nowhere near on that level yet. They had started drinking two hours ago because I didn't live there. So I was then getting ready by myself. I realized I had to catch up in drinks before I went, so I was like, yeah, screw it. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> it's dark. I'll hide it. Cop car drove past me, so I hid it in my sleeve. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, it was oh. yeah. It was not pleasant. Um, so at one point, I thought I'd have to just chuck the bottle in a bush because I was worried I was going to get caught with it. But I ended up finishing the bottle and was able to put it in a bin. Not admitting I have. However, uh-huh. have you ever been in a car with and like? Have you ever had a sign with a bottle? What a sign! A road sign with a bottle. Hit a road sign with a bottle. Like yeah, you're on no. the road. What, as in you're in a car and you just... I'm not admitting in... I have, but it's it's oh. an experience trying to hit the uh, sign. The road sign with a glass bottle. Oh. The driver wasn't drinking, were they? Uh, no. No, no, no. No, good. No. Y- but... You've never gotten in a car with a drunk person, have you? Um, I have, but I was a kid, so like I can't oh, really. Oh, okay. It literally wasn't. And plus, like... Sometimes if we would float the river, my dad was coming back. Like, my dad mm-hmm. was, it's not an excuse, but my dad was, he could handle his alcohol well unless it was liquor. So, right. like, if it was, like, one beer from a function, we were good. Well, I think you have to hit a certain limit before you're deemed unable to drive, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, it's, it, like, a certain amount of drinks before you hit that, like, on the breathalyzer, usually. Right, it forced him affect him. My dad mm-hmm. was a funny drinker, though. I will admit, my dad was hilarious when he drank. <laughs> I, I don't know what it was. Uh, <clears throat> I was going to make a dad joke there, but um, it's not the place, <laughs> not the time. Ah man, one day I'll do it on the podcast. One day. Um. Yeah. Um. We have been recording for an hour and a half. Um, we have. Is there anything else you want to touch on that now that we've, we've talked quite a bit about 
the different religions and their practices? Um, no, I feel like we've covered everything that, like, at least I want to cover. Obviously, I know to those of you that are watching at home, we didn't really cover over the more mainstream, uh, popularly followed religions, such as Christianity, Catholicism, um... Buddhism. Well, we talked about it. I mean, it's that's a lot less common than, like, Judaism and Islam and stuff like that. So, um... Yeah, so, um, you know, maybe at some point we'll revisit and talk about those. But for now, we kind of wanted to just talk about those that uh, are a little less close to home and are something that we want to learn about so that it's both a learning experience for us and you guys. Keep it a little bit interesting and on our toes. Yeah. Um, with all that being said, if you're new or returning, be sure to subscribe to our channel if you'd like to see more podcasts, be sure to check out our Spotify and our Twitter where you can find more episodes, more content, and more behind-the-scenes stuff from us. Um, shit. Be sure to like Be sure to like the video. Um, any and all feedback is appreciated as we are still very... Um, as we are still forming our podcast and stuff. Just getting into the feel of things. And um, yeah, like we said, we will be taking... A week hiatus next week, you'll be getting a bonus episode that we previously had recorded. Um, but we will be back in full-fledged the week right after. You can expect Following on with the topics that we have on our Yeah, on our list, on our planner. Um, also, you know, if you have any friends, dogs, cats, goldfish, um, teachers, driving instructors, or loved ones that might enjoy this podcast... You know, we would greatly appreciate it. Don't be afraid to share this out, you know. Yeah. yeah. Share it with a friend. But, like, yeah, sure, you know. Sure. Um, yeah. With all that being said, we thank you for joining us this week, and we will see you next week.